Senators, senators, I understand you do not want another emperor, but it seems you have given one. I sympathize with you. I do not want to be an emperor, but it seems I have been chosen one. Perhaps you would take a little moment to sympathize with me. Welcome back to the life of Claudius, episode ten. Barry Bear, what's <laughs> happening, brother? <laughs> Not much. I'm super excited about this. We get to go into everything. I mean, the who's who of the debauchery kind of reminds me of when we first met. So let's go up deep into this. I just like to start off by saying uh, it is my fiftieth birthday tomorrow. We're recording Woo! this on the 9th of October. 2020, the 10th of October is my 50th birthday. I just want to thank everybody, all of the fans, all of the listeners that have just showered me (laughs) with gifts this week. Uh, You, the fans. And by showered, I mean showered with fucking nothing. 15 years, 16 years of my life I've made podcasts for you ungrateful motherfuckers and nothing. Turn 50, nothing. Tony Kynaston, send me a box of cigars. Thank you, Tony. Uh, Good job, Tony. Outside of TK. Did did he write my name on the card? Not a card. No, he didn't. He said, dump Ray. He's he's an ungrateful cunt. Uh, Yeah, but you knew that. Yeah, I'm shocked and aghast. Nothing from Ray. Nothing. Nothing from the fans. Not a card. Not a, you know, no flowers. Right. No, I, I, ooh, I. But as you know. I'm angry for you. Yeah. I am, I am going skydiving uh, tomorrow. Yes. So this could very well be my last ever (laughs) recording session. Right. And I'd just like to, if this is my last, I'd just like to say. Right. You're all a bunch of ungrateful cunts. Like nothing, turning 50, nothing. That's what I think of you all. <laughs> Dedicated the best years of my life to you people. He did. He, he really did. <laughs> I don't like history. I hate <laughs> history. stupid. History's yeah. boring as fuck. Oh, stupid. Gets, I hate this. Who gets laid because but I of do history. it for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I do it for you. And what do I get? Nothing. I am, I am so angry on your behalf. Oh, my wife, yeah, my yeah. wife, my wife's been trying to get me to lose weight for years. She just keeps saying, yeah. "Hey, listen, you're a fat <laughs> cunt. Lose weight, or I'm going to leave you." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, you're not leaving me. I, I'm too right. good, like downtown. Right. Uh, you're not leaving me." So uh, you got to give her credit. Uh, she said, I booked you a skydive, right. but you got to get down to 100 kilos by next Saturday. You've got a week to lose five kilos. And I fucking Smart did it. Smart of her. Uh, but it's, you got to hand oh, it yeah. to her. I'm, you know, I told, so I'm going to do the skydive. <clears throat> if I survive, I'm just going to be eating like a pig you afterwards. Should. And I'm sure she's going to go, oh, book you another skydive for next <laughs> Saturday. So you got to. Now. Now you've got to get down to 95 kilos to do that one. I don't why, why, why did it change? I don't know. Regulations. Don't know. Just, they just said. Yeah. Apparently, every time you right. jump, you've got to be five kilos I've lighter than the last time I've you jumped. I've heard that, actually. It's just the yeah. rules, regulations, yeah. Don't ask she me. 
It's a government thing. She, I don't know. Unions, you know, I don't know. She wants a trophy husband. She should just come out and say yes. that. Yes. And if she can't get one, she wants me to be skinny. That's. <laughs> hey, uh, also yeah, before we yes. start, I have to uh, read this little oh, ad. Looking for an excuse to drink alone? Well, let me stop you right there. Uh, uh, people advertising on this, we don't need. No one needs no, an excuse to drink no. alone. In uh, uh, even in the best of times, but this is 2020. Oh yeah, we've all been drinking alone in 2020. That's the only way to drink in 2020. Staring into my glass is alone. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. got you. I don't know why we don't get more ads. When I'm such, a, I'm so good at reading these ad, this ad copy. I don't know why people stopped advertising on the show and feel awesome about it. They say, "Oh, well, that's different. What if drink alone and feel awesome I, about I it do. instead of <laughs> it's crying, crying into my tray. feeling sad?" Yeah. <laughs> Right. Continue. Um, Check out Classical Wisdom's inaugural online symposium, Power and Politics, a two-day online symposium covering history, philosophy, mythology, but with wine. Get inspired by the ancient world with the blood of Yove. Go to, or Yahweh, Yahweh. I guess, Jove, J-O-V-E, but we know it's pronounced Yahweh. Right. Uh, as is the the uh, Hebrew God. So nice little bit of uh, confluence, nothing to see here, no reason to scratch your head and wonder why the chief God in the Roman pantheon, yeah. Roman pantheon is the same name as the Jewish God, nothing to no, see here. No, no. Just pure coincidence. Quinky dink, yeah. yeah. Go to classicalwisdom.com slash symposium. Drink. If you oh, can figure right. out how to spell that right. for details. Yeah. You can use the code Life of Siva for $50 off any ticket. The normal ticket prices are only $5,000, and you can save $50 I'm off. It. No, I'm kidding. They're probably not $5,000. I don't know how much they are. Then you, should, then you shouldn't uh, say it. You know. I, no, that's wrong. That's the wrong thing to do. Barry and Stan would go, no, don't, don't. If you don't know, don't. My my, oh, my apologies to classical. We, apparently, it's not five thousand dollars. Uh, you know what? Oh, they got some great great people involved in this. James Rom, our old friend, is uh, going to be one of the cool. speakers. Do you remember James Rom? Uh, one of the Alexander the Great yes. books, like uh, Ghost on the Throne. That was his good, book. He came on the book. show. He had a chat from Princeton. Well, I don't know if he works at Princeton. What does he No, He studied at Princeton. I don't know what he does for a crust. I can't remember, but he's one of the speakers. He's doing Philosopher's Kings and Philosopher Kings. Nice. Uh, who else is on the list? Uh, Massimo Piliucci. Mm-hmm. Uh, stoic. Uh, talking about Stoicism, love a bit of Stoicism. He's the professor of philosophy at the City College in New right. York, formerly co-host of the Rationally Speaking podcast. I used to listen to that a little bit. It's good. Cool. Um, so there you go. We, we didn't get an invite. They didn't <clears throat> invite us to be on it. Um, Next time. You know, just just yeah. the, the latest in a long list of people who didn't invite <laughs> us to be part of something. <laughs> Well, um, well, like you've said before, let them go through all the big names, and then when they want a breath of fresh air, boom, maybe we'll say yes, maybe we won't. 
the organisers the organisers sent me an email and said, we love your show. And I, and I said, yeah, you, you didn't uh, <laughs> love us enough to invite us to be part of your thing, so... Right. But, hey, will I give you a free ad? Yes, I will, because I'm just... I'm, I'm you know, last thing that I right. can do before I right. plummet to big my heart. death. And, um, big heart. Big heart. Yeah, that's me. Big yeah. Big heart, just Riley. Big organs, That's really. BHR. Yeah. <laughs> just big everything, yeah. That's what they say about me. Uh, I've heard it said. People say <laughs> that I've got big organs, big everything. It's tremendous, really tremendous. Don't have to be afraid of it. It's a blessing from yeah. God. They have big everything. Let it dominate your uh, life. All right. Yeah, go well, ahead. Go ahead. Let's. Claudius. Claudius, Claudius, yes. Claudius, Ray. Return to Rome. Yes. After kicking British so butt, much ass, yeah, uh, in 44 CE, yes. after defeating the puny British. Now Martin Darlington, our dear friend mm-hmm. MD, uh, uh, the only British listener we have <laughs> left on this podcast, uh, would like me to point out that right. Despite what I apparently said in an earlier episode, the British have won. A couple of wars in the last few hundred years. I don't remember oh. what I said. Maybe you can um. remember, but allegedly I said, "Have the British ever won anything in terms of a battle?" Because I, I don't think they have. I don't think they've ever won a single battle what? ever in history. He said, "Oh, come on!" And then he said something, something, something about defending their colonization of a couple of tiny islands off the coast of South America and China. He goes, oh, what about the Falklands? I'm like, really? Seriously? That's yeah. that's the best I, you can come up with? The fucking Falklands? I point at that. You sent yeah. 4,000 battleships to <laughs> reassert your control over four men and a dog <laughs> on a fucking tiny little island? Right. Really? Right. And something about Malaysia. Like, really? Oh, wow. You so, must be so fucking proud. That's, that's what you got to show for it. <laughs> anyway, well done, Britain. Keep up the good work. Um, right. But here, they were defeated. Um, that's, that's the way it goes. So, so Claudius gets to put that feather in his cap. Oh, I'm sure the, in, the, in the minds of the British, oh. it was actually a victory. Like, they still <laughs> think Waterloo was a victory. <laughs> they, you know. Kick so much. They probably go, well, no, I know I know. it looks like yeah. we lost, but as soon as the Romans turned their backs, we gave them the finger. Ooh. Well, it wasn't the finger, it was the two fingers because, we, we you know, it. we're British. We're like, yeah. ha-ha, <laughs> up right. your nose with a rubber hose. And that, that's really that's what counts. So we actually yeah. did win. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't now, matter who, you know, who was controlling who and well, who established an empire and a government who. It's like we gave them the fingers when they weren't looking, so. There's another way to determine victory. Who's got more dead on the ground? Uh, we probably shouldn't go into that, but, but I think the Romans did a fairly good job of dispatching uh, many Britons in front of them over the various uh, battles and uh, the Thames and stuff like that. So, you know, if you want to say that, that's fine. But uh, let's just say the Romans were still there after Claudius left. And I think that's what counts. Yeah, but the, the British sacrificed more of their own people. Oh, Therefore, they win. <laughs> you know, was, I'm looking at it all yeah. wrong. And I'd like to apologize. Yeah. I'm that's sorry. That's the British form of right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> That was in 44, Claudius got back to Rome after his six-month uh, yes. taking the long road home from uh, Gaul, yeah, through tour. Gaul. Apparently nothing much happened in 45 CE. Uh, 
Cassius yeah. Dio has very little to say about 45 CE. Did you find anything of note in the year 45? No, but like you said on the last episode, you know, when he had his birthday on August 1st and there was going to be an eclipse of the sun, he went out of his way to explain it to the people. This is a natural phenomenon. Do not think anything of it. Nothing to see here. Let's move on. So I think we should probably use that advice for the year 45. I'm just looking to see what else was happening around the world. Uh, Paul of Tarsus began his missionary travels, uh, maybe, allegedly, (laughs) according to one traditional dating scheme. We really have no idea, though. We really have no idea Mm. when Mm. Paul lived, when Paul died, what Paul, well, you know, well, we know what he did. We have his letters, but we don't know. We don't know where he came from. We don't know when he was born. We don't know when he started. We don't know when he died. Uh, we know very little about the right. timeline for Paul. We, 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 you know, we can sort of make some rough guesses based on some guesses about when Jesus lived and died, but that's all guesses. We have no idea about that either. Right. So anyway, that's the only thing that happened in 45. Um, that we know of. That's worth noting. Yeah. Apparently nothing yeah. happened. It was a year, unlike 2020, where everything has happened. Year 45 oh. CE, people were walking around going... <laughs> What's going God, on? I'm waiting like, for nothing. Something. Literally, wait for something has to happen happened this year. I know. Nothing. It's like yeah, a Seinfeld show. Happened. Nothing is happening. Yeah. Oh my God. Nothing ever happens. No one learns. <laughs> no one grows. And it went on for nothing a whole happened. year, except for his birthday. Yeah. But. But. In the year 46. Yeah. The consuls were Valerius Asiaticus. Nice name. And Marcus Solanus. Now, Asiaticus. Yeah. <laughs> One of my a, favorite guys. We've talked about him before. He's right. the guy whose wife Caligula fucked at a dinner party <laughs> that Asiaticus was at. He just sort of grabbed Asiaticus's wife in the yeah. middle of the dinner party and went, hey, you. you, me, yeah. back room now, two minutes of heaven, seven minutes of heaven, whatever it is. <laughs> went back, uh, slipped it in, yeah. came back. And then said to everyone with Asiaticus, "Wow, she really sucks in the sack. That was, yeah, that, was that was the worst, yeah. the worst fucking of somebody else's wife right. that I've had <laughs> in memory." And listen, I've, I've fucked a lot of people's yeah, wives recently. To be honest, to tell you, I should have just walked over to that closet, pulled on my monkey for a second, came back. I mean, it was that much of a waste yeah. of time. So I, I would have had a better time alone. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I, yeah. I would have, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know why <laughs> you would be married to her. And uh, when Caligula was assassinated, Asiaticus, when he was accused of being involved, said, uh, "Well, I wasn't, but I wish I, I wish oh. I was. <clears throat> uh, I wish, yeah, I wish I had been the man." Right. He said. Isn't Asiaticus also the the first man from Gaul to be admitted to the Senate? He is from Vienna. From Vienna. Specifically. Okay. Yeah. So. First man to be admitted into the Senate and the first man from Gaul to attain the consulship. Oh, he's on fire. Besides a boring wife. Super rich. Super rich. Well, do you know who his wife was, Ray? Oh, God. Um, No, what's her name? Give, Give me something. Give me something good. Lolia. Okay. Saturnina, sister of the fabulous, fabulously rich uh, Lolia Paulina, who oh. Caligula was briefly married to. Right. And he got a bunch of her money and then he divorced her. Um, so I wonder if he was like, you know, I wonder, your sister's 
good in the sack. I wonder if you're as good. Let's go for it. Right. And then he went, no. No, no. no I married I the right one. I <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good on me. Yeah, married the right you're one. You're boring. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Asiaticus. Um, and we'll talk more about him in a second. But Solanus, the other consul, was the yeah. eldest son of Marcus Junius Solanus Torcatus and mm-hmm. Amelia Lepida, the daughter of Lucius Aemilius Paulus and his wife, Julia the Younger Slutball, <laughs> the first great-grandchild of right. Emperor Augustus so, and at one time yeah. fiancé of the future Claudius. Yeah. But uh, as I'm sure you will recall, the marriage was broken off when her mother was sent to exile for being a slut whore and right. her father was executed for conspiracy. Can't do that. Uh, and for being married to a slut whore. Right. No, it was, there were, she was probably sent into exile for conspiracy. Uh, yeah. As the Articus actually resigned the consulship not long after getting it, uh, why, right. Ray? Why, yeah. why would he do such a thing? Well, Solanus is going to do his official time in that office, but Asiaticus, like you said, he's rich. He's got all this going on. He's probably hung like a horse. Uh, very good looking guy. And I think maybe some people were starting to get jealous because he's, 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 not only does he have all these advantages, but now he's in the Senate and now he's a consul. So I think there's a lot of jealousy going on with the other sen- senators. But as far as a real world issue goes, as you can imagine, the prices of everything have been going up in Rome, just like they do everywhere else. And when consuls are elected and they go into office, they're expected to put on uh, games, they're expected to put on horse races and all that kind of stuff, you know load up tables full of food throughout the streets of Rome. And that stuff costs a shit ton of money. Don't let anybody tell you different. Asiaticus is rich and he can handle that. But again, if he goes around being the consul, having a great uh, great life, and then suddenly all these senators are jealous of him, he might end up getting stabby, stabby, jabby, jabby in the back. So I think he wisely goes, let me not do my full year. Let me get under the radar for a little while. And maybe, just maybe, uh, things will calm down about me because this is his second time being consul and eyes are starting to, to go his way, which is never a good thing in Rome. Well, to be fair, he was Suffolk consul about mm. 10 years earlier. Still, I mean, but yeah, tough pa- job. Apparently he resigned because he was too rich yeah. and he thought it might improve his chances of survival if he resigned. Yeah. Turns out <laughs> he was wrong about that. Uh, Missed it by that much. At- yeah. At least, we'll get to that later. At <laughs> least he survived longer than Marcus Vinicius, right. husband of Julia Lavilla, the youngest child of Germanicus, uh, uh, youngest sister of Caligula. Remember, she'd been exiled by Caligula for being involved in the conspiracy, returned when Claudius took the throne, then exiled again for having an affair with Seneca the Younger on the urging of Messalina, and finally executed, along with uh, one of her sisters, uh, in the year 43. Right. And then it was her husband's turn, Marcus Vinicius. Now, Dio says that he was just minding his own business after she got killed, keeping a low profile. <laughs> as you do. As you would. <laughs> yeah. But right? when he refused to stop Messalina, yes. he was like, bitch, you had my wife killed. Yeah. And now you want me to stick it in your nasty ass pussy. <laughs> Wet ass. Uh, 
I don't think so. Yeah. Even uh, at, how yeah. am I? Get, I can't even get hard. Right. Like thank how you. I can't. It's like physically yeah. impossible yeah. for me to get hard. Right. I can't. Because you had my wife killed. You fucking whore, yeah. bitch. Uh, <laughs> she didn't take well to that, and no. she apparently had him poisoned. Right. Well, to change to alter the words of Tom Cruise in that movie, uh, respect the cock. Well, here he should have respected the cunt because you don't tell her no. She wants what she wants. Maybe she's got, I don't know, maybe she's a nymphomaniac with a little hint of Tourette's. I have no idea what's going on, but whoever tells this woman no, she, she doesn't take it very well. And maybe he thought he could survive this as well, but you're right. She ends up or has someone put poison in either his drink or his food, and he's no more of this world now. So Vinicius is still going to go on to have a public funeral and lots of eulogies, which I will say for you one day, not this weekend. Um, So his life ended well, but again, he made the same mistake about expecting that he could take on a woman and survive. And as we're finding out, she is not... Messalina is not just any woman. She knows what she wants, and she has no scruples. Those kind of people should be, you should be afraid of those people. Yeah. I am. Particularly when they're president of the United States. That's right. Now. I'm immune. I'm immune now, in a I way, think. Anyway, go ahead. In a, anyway, this is probably karmic payback for his involvement with his nephew, Finicianus. Right. In the assassination of Caligula. So don't feel too sorry for him. Unless you think killing Caligula was the right thing to do, but as we explained in lots of detail... Yeah, a lot of grey. A lot of grey. Yeah, probably probably not really justifiable. Um, Anyway. Next in the firing line is Gaius Asinius Pollio, half-brother of Drusus, the son of Tiberius. Mm -hmm. How does that work, Ray? Uh, now, from what we know, he conspired against um, Claudius, but no, he no, saw- no, 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 no. My question no. is, why was yes. he the half brother of Drusus? Oh, I assumed there was a penis and a vagina involved. Uh, hold on, mm-hmm. whose penis and whose <laughs> vagina specifically? Mm. Nope, I don't know whose anatomy we are speaking of. How how are they connected? His- his mother was Vipsania Agrippina, right. Tiberius's first wife and the love of his life, and his Aww. father was her second husband, Gaius Asinius Gallus, the guy right. Tibo hated right. because he was fucking Agrippina. Remember, uh, uh, Augustus forced Tiberius to divorce yes. Agrippina, and he went around crying, and he made, a, <laughs> made him marry Julia the Elder Sluthor. Right. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so Gaius Asinius Pollio was Agrippina's son to her second husband, oh, uh, Gallus. That, Anywho, I think please the, continue. I will. But I think the Roman Catholic Church is right. If we never get divorced and we never had these complications, it would be a lot easier to remember families and family names. But anyway, I, I digress. So the point is, he does conspire, this uh, Asinius Gallus does conspire against Claudius. He is caught, but somehow, amazingly, he is not killed. He is merely banished, which I think the people in general 
um, were probably relieved to see one less death in Rome. But it turns out that once there was a little bit of investigating going on, and you have to give credit to uh, Claudius for this as opposed to just having him killed outright. There does seem to be in, have been an investigation. And this guy, Gallus, he didn't bother to grab troops. He didn't bother to store a whole bunch of money away to pay troops or to bribe people once the execution. He was just kind of like, you know, I'm pretty fucking awesome. I'm kind of a big deal. And if I try to take over Rome, I can't imagine any other outcome than people just flocking to me. You love me. Oh, you're a rock star. Let me kiss your toe. Whatever. And so it doesn't seem to be a really well planned out. And so they, I guess maybe Claudius didn't take it as seriously as he could have. And so they let the guy off with banishment. Um, so, you know, good for Claudius. And it also turns out, and I'm sure you're looking forward to this part very much, that Gallus was, <laughs> he was rather small. He was diminutive. He was unshapely. He was not anything like Rambo, Schwarzenegger, or anything like that. And so they imagined that if he had tried to do something, there would have been ridicule, not respect. So, again, nothing to see here. A non-event. Cassius Dio says he was charged with conspiracy against Claudius and banished, not executed, because he didn't have an army or funding or anything, really. (laughs) He was just shooting his mouth off about how he would make a better emperor. (laughs) But then, Dio says, but the chief reason that he was banished was that he was a very small and ugly man. (laughs) And so... Being held in contempt incurred ridicule rather than peril. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to let that sit (laughs) there for a moment. Just let it. Right. Just let it. It, Just let it. uh, Just let it on. Just simmer. It's more of a. It's it's not simmering. It's really like a rolling boil. Gotcha. I think there's just like very small. Yeah. And I just want to. I want to put this in. When you're editing this, just yes. clip this bit out and p- make me do it on a loop with some with some ambient echo. Right. A very small and ugly man <laughs> held in contempt incurred ridicule. Just okay. Just 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 put that on. If I loop, you're right. Like a little. When you go to bed at night, you can have that. You can clip that out. Be my mantra. And have it as like a little little yeah. meditation tape right. for yeah, you. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a very small <laughs> and ugly man held in contempt and incurred ridicule. Just Right. For, if I may speak for all the very small and unshapely men out there, um, you know, it's not easy. And, and, and people like you don't make it any easier. And I'm sure that brings you a lot of happiness, which is really sad. Um, there has been moments of mercy sex in my life for being small and unshapely. Uh, she didn't have yeah. a good time, but I did. And really, isn't that what it's all about? That was at the uh, fourth annual Virginian uh, midget convention. Yeah. 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 And, even she, and even she was going, <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this, but okay. okay. I mean, um, I'm already down. My legs are open, but I'm kind of regretting this decision right now. I'm like, hey, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. This won't take long. You won't feel a thing. Here's something else you can relate to. Right? Um, the the people were apparently greatly impressed by Claudius's moderate handling of the whole affair, his clemency. Good for him. But they weren't too happy about how he was cucked by his wife. Yeah, complete bitch. This is the bit. This is the bit that that I think you can relate to. Um, <laughs> I think 
cuckolded by his right. wife. Now, cuckold... Right. Uh, I think we've talked about this before, but the, do you know where the term cuckold comes from, Ray? I assume it's you're holding another man's cock, but I no, I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> You know, cuck hold. So but anyway, go ahead. It's not cock hold. I know. Cuck hold. Oh, well, mine's better. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> That's right. You stand around holding D'Angelo's <laughs> cock all the time. He goes, dude, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm I just, got- I, isn't, that, isn't that how this works? I'm being cuck I, I have yeah. to hold your cock? Right. He comes like, no, from the cuckoo. Just go to the wheelbarrow. Go ahead. Sorry. The cuckoo ray. Right. So it's actually cuckold, I mm-hmm. guess, not cuckold. It's cuckold. Cuckold. Cuckoo apparently lays its eggs in another bird's nest sometimes, Ooh. meaning that those birds go on to raise chicks that aren't their own. And uh, right. back in the days before uh, DNA testing, uh, a, a man would fuck another man's wife. She'd have a kid. The man right. would raise it. It's not his own. Pay for it. Um, and yeah. that's where the term comes from. Very old term. Like it goes way back, thousands and thousands of years. Uh, ancient Rome and so, maybe earlier. So it's not a new idea. What does that say about men? Men are just assholes. We've been assholes from day one, and and women aren't any more scrupulous. Or whatever. No, as Bill Murray explains in Sophia Coppola's new film, On the Rocks, which if you're a fan of Bill Murray or or Sophia Coppola, uh, you should check it out. Chrissy and I went to see it in the cinema this week. Fantastic film. If you like Lost in Translation, we just watched that again about a week ago. Uh, Marvellous film. Hadn't seen it for 20 years, but really holds up great. Um, uh, He explains to his daughter, Bill Murray this is, in the film that, look, men uh, biologically... Uh, right. Funny. So Bill Murray plays this guy who's uh, uh, he's like a, an art dealer, mm-hmm. but he's also a history nerd and he's rich and he just travels around fucking everything that moves and just giving people history lessons everywhere he goes. <laughs> like like it'll be, be, be at a restaurant and somebody, you know, the waiter will say something. He goes, well... You know, in 46 uh, BCE, uh, during the uh, you know civil war, uh, you know, blah 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 blah, and Chrissy throughout the whole film, she's going, "Oh my god, he's fucking you, Bill Murray is you." Right. He's just going around flirting with everything that moves and giving history lessons that people don't want or care about. Oh my god, they care. They, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she's right. Uh, yeah, men are, men are biologically designed to fuck everything and spread our seed because it's good for the genetic pool. Right. So it's not assholes. We're just we're we're designed to do that. It's right. not our fault. We didn't ask for this biology that we have to fuck everything. We just built but, that way. But you bring up a good point. You said we're not assholes. But if you have an anal finish, I can't even talk, fetish. If you have an anal fetish, you're not spreading your seed. You're spreading your seed, but there's nothing that's going to come from it. No pun intended. So um, I just find that ironic. I find that anally ironic. There was a point I was going to make, but now it's gone. Erotic or erotic? (laughs) Ironic, but erotic sounds even better. Ironically erotic. It is, yeah. yeah. So do it right, guys. You went from men are, men are assholes to <laughs> anal fetishes erotic. Like I see how quickly. It's a slippery slope there, I my friend. I am part like... of the problem. I think I'm part of the problem. Anyway. Oh, oh. 
part of the solution. <laughs> like if you're spreading your seed just into people's <laughs> assholes. Right. Yes, no, no harm I'm, done. Where's the harm? No that's harm. true. It's that's true. That's what I'm I'm a good guy. That's what, the, that's what the Catholic priest told you when you were fourteen. Right. Like there's no harm in this. It's just It's uh, not a sin if it's the back door. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, honestly, it's not one of the he goes, Look, here are the Top 12 10? commandments. Right. 10. 10 commandments. Yeah, 12? I thought it was only 10. Wow. No, 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 no. We, most people get to know the 10. There's an extra two right. that uh, only people in the inner circle get oh, to hear. You have to, you know, right. shh, 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 come here, come here. And yeah, thou shalt not deny thy priest uh, access to thy uh, ripe young buttocks. See, it's right there. It's in the Bible. I didn't write oh, it. That's just a. That's yeah. just a piece of A4, A4 paper that you've printed out and <laughs> With fresh stapled at the bottom of the page yeah, in your Bible. Yeah, no. Well, no, I know that's what it looks like, but that's no. uh, that's how yeah, God wants it. You know, that's how yeah. we keep it secret. Who are we? We write it in invisible ink, and you have to use yes. special special <laughs> glasses to see it. <laughs> what the fuck am I going on about? I'm not turned on. Oh yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Claudius being cuckolded now. Apparently, uh, something else that people were a little bit upset about is a guy called Sabinus, one of Caligula's bodyguards, was supposed to fight in a gladiatorial battle and the crowd wanted to see him die because he was involved in Caligula's assassination. But he was saved by Messalina because she was stopping him. Like, there literally wasn't anyone in Rome at this oh point except Claudius right? that she wasn't having sex with. <laughs> Uh, anyway, or trying to, at right. least trying to. Right. Yeah. Jesus. Now, and the crowd was apparently pissed because uh, they wanted to see this guy die. Now, uh, this is a little bit confusing. I tried to figure out who this guy is. Right. Dio says he was one of Caligula's German bodyguard, not a Praetorian prefect. Right. Now, there was a Praetorian tribune called Cornelius Sabinus, who was the guy that dealt Caligula the death blow, mm. but he committed suicide, even though he was spared by Claudius because he had only intended to kill Caligula, not the entire family, including Claudius. So he was uh, let off, but he committed suicide anyway. So Dio must be talking about some other guy right. who was a prefect of the German bodyguard under Caligula. Mm. Anyway, people weren't happy that he wasn't uh, killed in gladiatorial Dispatched, battle. Yeah, I mean, uh, they were also yeah. yeah. No, I was just going to say. I mean, if you need a public demonstration about a man who is completely pussy whipped and he's the emperor, I mean, you, you get the sense that generally they have sympathy for Claudius. They're mad at her, and yet. And it kind of feeds into it, but no one's stepping up to him and go, you know, by the way, your wife is a complete first-class bitch. Maybe he knows that, but no one has the gajones to say anything to him. And so he's being, what, publicly embarrassed, whether he knows it or not. And that's just probably feeding the uh, the anger of the people. And Claudius better be careful because sometimes it doesn't matter how or why the people turn on you. The fact that they turn on you is really all that matters. And so, again, I think he's just been humiliated in public. But we don't know what his thoughts are at, are on this uh, particular moment. I wish we knew. Yeah. Well, according to the the ancient histories, he didn't have any idea what was mm-hmm. going on, which mm-hmm. is 
it's hard to believe, but it's possible. Maybe he was just so busy trying to be a good emperor yeah. that uh, he didn't know what his wife was doing. I mean, he did uh, fuck off to England and Gaul for yeah. six or seven months. And he liked um, to drink. Probably and he out. liked to drink, yeah. yeah. And she set him up with a whole bunch of mistresses, as we've discussed before. Yeah. Um, so she was like, listen. Clever. I married. Yeah, my guess is she was like, "Listen, I married you, but um, I'm not going to fuck you. Here's right. some mistresses that'll suck your dick, and uh, I'm I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. Are you cool with that?" He was like, "Yeah, whatever, dude. I don't care. I got shit to do. You, <laughs> you do you, right? Yeah. I mean, keep in mind that you know we back when we were in the Julius Caesar days, everyone was fucking everyone. Yes, like that was Rome in the good old days. Augustus came along and went, "All right, everyone, cut that shit out. We need to be having kids. They need right. to be legitimate kids. Get, get married. You yeah, know, exactly. Julia the slut whore, the elder, and Julia the slut whore, the younger, got banished by him for being slut whores, apparently." <laughs> But they were just doing what everyone did. What he did. Remember, Claude, oh, yeah. uh, fucking Augustus yeah. was fucking everyone before Fine and after babes. he was married to Livia. Yes. Livia was setting him up with uh, hoes to kind bang. Good wives. Some really good wives. Anyway, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean really, to. Yeah. No, no, I know. They're the <laughs> best kind of wives. I mean, I know. I mean, as I told you, it's my 50th tomorrow. I'm pretty sure. Right, you get a pass. Chrissy is, oh, Chrissy's right. organized something nasty for me. The- a threesome. Uh, oh, yeah. at least uh. <laughs> four, five, six. Um, uh, hopefully, but, there's uh, some women uh, there too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that would be even better. Uh, I did tell her I'm open to anything on my fiftieth. Right. You know, time for reinvention. Right. New me. I was thinking about shaving half of my head, dyeing my hair like I don't know. Pink, hot pink. Oh, God. Um, getting a tat. I told her the other day I was thinking about getting a tat. My yeah. first tattoo for my 50th. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you get? I, I was thinking about getting uh, on all the names of all of the people that we've done on the podcasts on my arm and then crossed off the ones that we've done and all the ones that we're going to do yeah. yet to be done. They're not wow. crossed off. So we have, you know, Napoleon... Uh, right. Julius Caesar, Alexander, Augustus Caesar, just cross them off as I go. Right. Cover my whole body with, uh, you know, yeah. Stalin. Like or, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Tito. Yeah. Uh, just cover my body in the name, you know, like a big history book. Savo. Yo, you you would literally be walking a walking history book. Hey, what, you want to know yeah. why this is scratched out? Let me tell you why, because I covered his life. So anyway, have a seat. Anyway, this person mm. was born yeah, and just go to town. I just take my shirt off whenever I go out anywhere to right. like dinner or drinks and go, Yeah, you know, what, do you, what would you like me to talk about for the next three hours? Pick one. Uh, pick one. Pick one. <laughs> and um, <laughs> off, we're off to the races. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, people won't invite us to come and speak at these fucking things. I think so I figured out why. I, I, Anyway. I have to create my own you opportunity. Yeah, my own symposium. It's oh. the Riley Symposium. I love it. I'm just going to stand on a bar, <laughs> just get drunk, stand on a bar and just, <laughs> Julius fucking Caesar, let me tell you, you don't know. I know. Julius fucking bitch. Caesar. I know yeah. Julius Caesar, Pay attention, bitch. I'll cut your hand I off. I invented history podcasting. <laughs> I ever tell you about the time I invented history podcasting? Oh, 
pulled something. Ah, it's going to leave my Chrissy mind. and I have agreed. Chrissy and I have agreed that on my gravestone, right? if I die uh, in the uh, skydiving thing, sure, sure, she's just going to write uh, uh, "Lui parla un po' l'italiano," which means basically it means he spoke a little bit of Italian. <laughs> that's what she's going to put on my gravestone. <laughs> Can that fit on an Altoid box? Because that's what your body will be in as it hits the ground. No offense. No offense. Yeah, well, there won't be anything in the grave. It'll just be just the stone. Right. You know, yeah. Oh, badass. Okay. Well, they just get a shovel, I think, and they just, <laughs> just cover. Like, scrape, scrape it up, <laughs> dig a little hole where it is, and just whack it in there. Lui parla uh, un po' l'italiano. Anyway, mm. so cuckolding, cuckolding, whatever. Cuckolding. Cuckolding, yeah. Now, people were also <sighs> unhappy with her and him a little bit because she kept Minesta, yeah. the greatest actor in Rome, off the stage and chained up in her bed. Damn right. So he wouldn't show up. He, he was, like, supposed to be on stage to sing and dance and act and he right. wouldn't turn up and people would complain to Claudius, who was there to see him too, and he'd be like, what? well, I don't fucking know. I, don't I mean, know. I'm here. <laughs> I, I, I got no idea what's going on, and they're like, "He's, he's in the palace. Your wife is stooping him," and he's like, "What? No, you're crazy. I, I've been. I haven't seen him. I've walked around the palace. I don't know. They were rehearsing lines. They were rehearsing lines. Some some violent That's, scenes because it was screaming. Yeah. Oh, lots of screaming. <laughs> but no, I, I think you're wrong. I, I yeah, um, I'm disappointed and too. The people, he would say, yeah. The people believed him. They they thought he really yeah. didn't know, and they didn't want to tell him. Break his heart. And they didn't want to get Minesta into trouble. Yeah, because they were scared of Messalina. She they oh, yeah. thought she is the mother of dragons, <clears throat> and if they tell, she yeah. will just uh, complete plot twist in the last five minutes of the show. Right, and <laughs> the person that you think is going to be the hero. The person you've watched for seven years thinking she's going to be the hero of the story just right at the last minute for no apparent reason whatsoever, right. not explained at all, turns out to be a complete fucking uh, maniacal, psychopathic, uh, genocidal, crazy bitch. Oh, God. And that's what they were like, well, you know, who knows? Yeah. Could happen. Yeah. You don't know. I mean, it may not make any sense. In the course of telling the story, but uh, right. you know, could happen anyway. What wouldn't be the first? What time. an ending! Yeah, yeah. Who wants to break this old guy's heart? Um, yeah, and you're right, fear of Missalina, and maybe she might even do something to Nestor. So, fuck. I mean, who? And again, who's going to have the? Who, go, who goes up to a guy and goes, "Look, your wife's fucking everybody. Your wife's fucking anybody." I mean, the guy is going to not react well, and we're talking about the princeps here, so. I me, do it. I tell you all the time, and you don't believe me. You think I'm just, you know, Look, being mean. I'm trying to tell you. She sends me video, and I'm, <laughs> you, you know, and and I like him. I mean, I don't tell her to stop. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't. Die. Uh, oh, Let me tell you something okay. right now. Something Whoa. you don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Me, yeah. Kiki, yeah. Sophie, and yeah. little LeBron, yeah. we're a happy yeah. family. Okay, so don't be worried about us. Everything's good here. All right? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Heather's glowing. Uh, I mean, she's happy. Yeah. She sleeps a lot. Yeah. I'm confused. Well, that's but, all that matters. Right? That's all that matters. <laughs> and I'm just down here in my office like Claudius, just da 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 
all that banging going on upstairs. Anyway, yeah, let's move yeah, on. Yeah, let's move on. So um, in 47, Claudius was consul for the fourth time and his colleague was Lucius Vitellius. It was his third time, almost right. unheard of nice. for someone not in La Familia. Right. He, uh, Claudius cleaned out the Senate, getting rid of men who couldn't meet the financial criteria and replaced them with others. Yeah. Now, Dio just sort of skips over that a um, mm-hmm. little bit quickly. By the way, very exciting for me is in yeah. the year 47, Tacitus kicks back in. You know, we... we we have the missing years of Tacitus. Right. Sort of Caligula's reign. And coincidentally, you know, when G- Jesus and all that kind of stuff was supposedly around. Oh. Uh, and all of that kind of stuff, surprisingly, disappeared from Tacitus. Coincidence. But he kicks back in yeah. uh, in 47, which is great. Yeah. I'm going to read a ton, fuck ton of Tacitus <laughs> soon because... I love him. Love right. Tacitus. Let me. So uh, before I, I don't know if you were going to skip over um, Claudius bringing new people into the Senate, but again, this guy is trying to do quality control within with his, his empire. If you've got a bunch, is of, he well to a degree? Is he to a degree, or right. is he dismissing the senators he doesn't trust and bringing in fresh meat? Mm. Just, like Augustus did. And using the excuse guys, of finances, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dio, does, I mean, Dio doesn't explicitly say that, and neither does Tacitus, but that's, the first, that's where my mind immediately went to. I mean, he's like, all right, uh, one step forward, all those of you who were conspiring against me <laughs> when I uh, took over, right. oh, uh, how much... How much do you have? Uh, got a million sesterces. Uh, okay, well, the limit's now 1.1 million sesterces. Well, you don't, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, fuck off. Bye. Yeah. Uh, who who are my most loyal and trusted friends? Here, here's 1.1 million sesterces. <laughs> oh, guess what? You're now a senator. Yay! Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, I certainly wouldn't be surprised if that was the uh, the the real intent behind it, because you know he's already survived a, a couple of uh, close shaves, and so. He could be just whatever I got to do to keep normal, not killing people away from me is what he'll do. So maybe he's learning from uh, Caligula. Now, someone at this stage told him that there were threats against him. And according to Dio, he ignored them Mm. and replied, you don't use the same measures against a flea that you do a wild beast. (sighs) This might have been getting back to the whole... uh, you know, small and ugly guy right, that he the got rid of too. Right, right. Yeah, look, you know, he's just, uh, we don't need to worry. He's like sensible Claudius. Yeah. Santa Claudius. Appropriate. That's who he is. Yes. Santa yes. Santa Claudius. For the big threats? He's uh, yeah. bringing the presents yeah. for all the kids. Good for him. I'll bring out my big guns for the big threats for, for little things like that. Eh, just ignore him and they'll, it'll, it'll take care of itself. He has a good time. I, I really do think that he is... Far from perfect, but he is working hard. He's been, you know, he's 
organizing the, the the war in Britain. He's working on grain because remember, we've seen this a couple of times. If grain, even for a month or whatever, slows up coming into Rome, suddenly there's fighting in the streets and there's a lot of trouble. So this guy probably genuinely is as busy as he says he is. Even though he's got a staff, he's the one who has to make decisions. I think this guy is just neck to nuts in paperwork and he's missing a lot of things that's going on around him. Well, then Asiaticus, the consul from a year ago, is yeah. brought to trial. Yeah. Dio doesn't really explain why, just that there were false charges brought by Messalina that had something to do with his property. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, he's a rich guy from Gaul, but Barbara Levick in her book says that Messalina wanted to get her grubby little hands on the gardens of Lucullus or Lucullus, which had passed into Asiaticus's hands. I I, I assume he bought them. And she believed that he was having an affair with Poppia Sabina, who was another lover of Monesta. She wanted to destroy Poppia because she didn't like having a rival for Monesta's cock. Mm. and thought she could destroy Asiaticus and Poppea oh, and have Monesta all to her own and get her hands on the gardens of Lucullus. Now, damn, Ray, do you yeah. want to know something cool about the gardens of Lucullus or Lucullus? <sighs> do I? I would go with yes. Please tell me something cool about it. You and I have smoked stogies in the gardens of Lucullus. Give me give me something to remember. We both had our pants up. Um, yeah, Chrissy was there. Right. Big Billy was there briefly. Um, but then he started talking about Jesus and uh, Oh yes, uh, yes. He, yes. I was half what's the word? You were out of it. Dr- dunk. <laughs> Drunk. Drunk. Yes. Nauseous. You were shit-faced drunk. I took some sexy photos of you, like, doing (laughs) Burt Reynolds' Playgirl centerfold poses. I remember that. It was in the evening after a big day out. It's now the Villa Borghese Gardens, very close to the hotel we stayed in in Rome, the Hotel Principessa Isabella. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's cool. We've fucking been there, dude. Yeah. Oh. Fucking been there. Now, uh, Lucius Licinius Lucullus, Lucullus had started building these gardens in 60 BCE. Damn. He was one of Sulla's good buddies, returned from the Third Mithridatic War with more money than you could poke a stick at right. and said, I'm going to build me some fucking gardens. <laughs> Everyone stand back. <laughs> Among other things that right. he built. Good for him. So this is what seems to be going on. Uh, Messalina wants to get her hands on the gardens and get rid of Poppea Sabina, and she sees accusing Lucullus of... No, sorry, accusing Asiaticus of some false charges is the way to do it. Now, Asiaticus was uh, brought to the palace in change by the Praetorian prefect Crispinus from his holiday at Baiae. Back, remember Baye? That's where it was like Vegas. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Caligula built a bridge right. over there, but it was the town where everyone went to party. Lots of Woo. 
boy, go, go, girly men and uh, drugs and right. fucking gummy bears, munchy <laughs> like you know. Uh, Biscuits, oh. brownies, lines of coke, like a mile long. It was fucking party central. Ah, uh, let's go. Anyway, yeah, I've got a, I've got a big bit of t- uh, Tacitus that I want to read here. If uh, that's all right with you, yes, please. And just, just before you go on, the Praetorian Guard, we had officially named him at one point Crispy Penis, uh, but I think, oh, I think there were some other yes. names as well. Anyway, please, off you go. Mm, crispy Penis, yes. Now I'm hungry. Okay, here's Tacitus. No hearing before the Senate was granted him, Asiaticus, he's talking about mm-hmm. here. It was in the Emperor's chamber, in the presence of Messalina, that he was heard. There, Swilius accused him of corrupting the troops, of binding them by bribes and indulgences to share in every crime, mm. of adultery with Popeia, and finally of unmanly vice... What what do you think unmanly vice is, Ray? Um, when the swords cross and they're not supposed to, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. The streams cross. Indeed, indeed. Okay. Um, uh, 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 yeah. Now keep in mind, this Asiatica's rich Gaul was consul. Said you know, he had to resign because people were like there was mutterings. People, right. He's the first senator from Gaul, first consul from Gaul. Um, and so he's, they're accusing him of corrupting the troops. I'll get into this more uh, in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at this last, the unmanly vice charge, that the accused broke silence and burst out with the words, Question thy own sons, Sullius. They will own my manhood. Now, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Asiaticus. When somebody's accusing you of being a homosexual... Right. <laughs> The worst possible thing you can say is, oh, really? Talk to your sons about it. They will yeah. tell you all about my manhood. Yeah. Be like, ah. Not the way to go. No, you should say, like, yeah. better better comeback was, like, ask your wife, Sheil, yeah. or your mother. Oh, you really? Hey. Go ask your mother about <laughs> uh, my manhood. That'll uh, settle yeah. it. Is, is your mom walking yet? Tell her I said hi. You know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Not, yeah, that would have been better. I fucked your sons. Yeah. I guess he meant your sons, who I guess were familiar with him, have seen me banging oh, right. the babes, right. man. Like, uh, yeah. they, they've sound like all night, all day. That's all I ever do. I'm stupid. So, the ladies. Bang a lot. so yeah. Yeah, and they watch. I pay them to watch. Yeah. They <laughs> like to watch. When, but when? I like to have them watch. Yeah. So, yeah. Bit of theater. Then he entered on his defense. Claudius, he moved profoundly, and he even drew tears from Messalina. But as she left the chamber to wipe them away, she warned Vitellius not to let the man escape, co-consul Vitellius. She hastened herself to effect Poppea's destruction and hired agents to drive her to suicide by the terrors of a prison. Caesar, meanwhile, was so unconscious that a few days afterwards he asked her husband Scipio, (coughs) who was dining with him, why he sat down to table without his wife and was told in reply that she had paid the debt of nature. Oh. When Claudius began to deliberate about the acquittal of Asiaticus, Vitellius, with tears in his eyes spoke of his old friendship with the accused and of their joint 
homage to the emperor's mother, Antonia. Right. He then briefly reviewed the services of Asiaticus to the state, his recent campaign in the invasion of Britain, and everything else which seemed likely to win compassion. And then he suggested that he should be free to choose the manner of his own death. Right. It's like, what? What? That's an exciting plot twist at the end you were just talking about a couple of minutes yeah, ago. Yeah. Look, I am totally on this guy's side, and this is tearing me apart. How about this? How about a compromise? How about we let him decide how he's going to die? Because clearly he's guilty. Clearly he has to yeah. die. <laughs> but he's our friend. We'll let him decide. Yeah. You can't oh, say yeah. more fair like he's, he's the greatest bloke you'll ever meet. He's fantastic. <laughs> we love this guy. Fucking yeah. greatest guy. However, Women want to fuck him, yeah. men love him, want yeah. to hang out with him. Watch He's him like George W. Bush. Right. But yeah, everyone loves him. Uh, George W. Bush, I don't know where I come up with that. He's, he's like, everyone loves him. He's great. Yeah, right. he can't, you can't, honest to a fault, integrity for, up the shoot. Except for treason. Uh, but, oh, yeah, but, he, but he's guilty. Yeah, he's, yeah. Got to, he's got to go. He's got to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. Die. Of course. But we just let him choose the manner of his own death. Claudius's reply was in the same tone of mercy. Some friends, friends urged. Speaking of friends, uh, my son Taylor, Tommy, he and his girlfriend have uh, just started watching Friends. Oh my and God. I said, really, how does it hold up for kids of your generation like millennials? Never seen it before. And he goes, it's fucking great. Is it? It's funny as shit. Oh. These people are so fucking clever, talented. The scripts are funny. The acting is funny. It's just fantastic. I yeah. was like, really? Fuck, wow. I'm shocked. Yeah. Some friends urged on Asiaticus the quiet death of self-starvation, but he declined it with thanks. He took his usual exercise, then bathed and dined cheerfully, (laughs) saying that he had better have fallen by the craft of Tiberius or the fury of Gaius Caesar, Caligula, than by the treachery of a woman and the shameless mouth of Vitellius, then opened his veins, but not until he had inspected his funeral pyre and directed its removal to another spot, lest the smoke should hurt the thick foliage of the trees. Yeah, I don't want to... I'm an environmentalist, so if you could burn me over there, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, this won't do. We, you can't have my smoke getting yeah. in the trees. Pick up the wood. That's not good for the trees. Pick up the yeah, wood. Move it over. Move it 400 <laughs> paces to the left. Um, so complete was his calmness even to the last. 1,500,000 sesterces and the decorations of the praetorship were voted to Crispy Penis. Right. Vitellius bestowed a million on Susibius, who was uh, the slave who gave him away, right. for giving Britannicus the benefit of his teaching and Claudius that of his counsels. I may add that when Scipio was called on for his opinion, he replied... As I think what all men think about the deeds of Poppaea, this is Poppaea's husband, right? Yeah. As I think what all men think about the deeds of Poppaea, suppose me to say what all men say. A graceful compromise, this, between the affection of the husband and the necessities of the senator. Damn. Now, Damn. fuck me. Now, let's, like, Asiaticus. Oh, uh, well, listen. Okay. Uh, I No, I will uh, take my own life. Thank you very much. Right. But uh, I'm calm. I'm cheerful. And uh, who, who ex- must have been a stoic, yes. I'm guessing. Who exercises on their last day of life? <laughs> <laughs> you 
You don't. You, well, you you go to the ice cream parlor. Live fast, die young, Shall leave I? a good-looking corpse. Oh, that's that true. was his. That's true. I, I stand correct. Motto. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Like he wants to be in good. Let me get a pump. And also, when you get yeah. open, is a is a, a tip for the uh, kids at home. <laughs> if you're gonna open your veins. Right, you want to have your heart rate up. That's true. You it know, helps. you want. That's you, true. Yeah, it's science. You know, it's you don't want to be sitting there for four hours going. Bored. Oh, fucking. Someone, hurry someone put up. friends yeah, on. Yeah, boy. Yeah, Chandler. <laughs> Chandler, you fucking made me laugh. Oh my god, and I'm dead. Uh, Joey's like, how you? The last thing you hear is, "How you doing?" You know, yeah, and he's talking to lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm about to get uh, into you. Yeah. So there did, you go. Did you? Um, and then, yes, sorry. hold on, yep. Scipio. Right. What a great line. As I think what all men think, let me let it be supposed that I would say what all men say. That is the greatest yeah. fucking political line. I'm not going to say anything. I think I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Yeah. Is there a more middle of the road statement? I don't think so. Yeah, whatever, whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah, I was just wondering. I know time's almost up. I apologize, but I was just wondering if you had uh, read when they were when they were trying to get some evidence on Asiaticus that uh, things weren't going so well because he was standing up for himself, and, and they bring a soldier in to question him. Supposedly, he was in on this when Asiaticus was up north trying to turn the troops away from uh, Claudius, and they and someone asked him, "Can you point to Asiatic forests?" And uh, the soldier just points a finger at a ball-headed man next to Asiaticus. He goes, look, I don't remember really what he looked like when I was talking to him and we were contemplating the destruction of Rome. I just remembered he didn't have any hair, so that's why I pointed at that, that guy. So clearly, bullshit case, but it doesn't want it, doesn't matter because Messalino wants this. Yeah, Barbara Livick suggests that Asiaticus might. The great thing about Barbara Levick's book is that she really uh, goes deep on, Ooh. you know, what might really have been going on here. Mm. She suggests Asiaticus might have actually been using his wealth and influence in Gaul to build loyalty with the Rhine army and may have, in fact, been plotting a uh, rebellion or an uprising. Yeah. Most of the centurions apparently in the Germanic army, the German army, the Rhine army, came from Vienna. So she suggests that if you strip away all of the anti-Messalina propaganda, mm-hmm. and yeah, that seems to be, that's at least her view, right. is that all of this stuff about Messalina being a big dirty whore there may be some truth to aspects of that, but it also might be anti-Messalina propaganda that came later on. Same as the propaganda about Cleopatra being a dirty whore and Julia the slut elder and Julia right. the slut younger and Just all of standard. them. There's this, yeah, there's yeah. This, this, this common thread that, you know, it's a bit like that's where the Catholics got it from. Women, uh, evil they're all Lady Macbeth and everything, fucking everyone right. and uh, corrupting people and doing evil shit. Uh, Drusus's wife fucking Sianus and her kids are really Sianus's kids and, <gasps> you know, bloody, bloody, blah. blah, blah. Right. And, and even, you know, uh, Livia supposedly having Augustus maybe killed and everyone else killed. Right. And these histories evil. are full of the women are bad. The women are evil is a common 
thread in yeah. these histories pre-Christianity, uh, you know, pre-Christian you know Christian ruling of Rome anyway. So it's a thing, and she's got a good point. I, I think we need to be very sceptical about... I mean, they're great stories, and I fucking love the stories, and I'm going to keep right. telling the stories about dirty, dirty whores because I <laughs> love them and they turn me on. And that's what history is all about, is turning, getting turned on by... Yeah violence and just fucking sex everywhere right that's that's what it's all about but but you know honestly it's probably you know nine ninety percent bullshit eh, maybe yeah. maybe she fucks some guy or two or maybe but hard to say but she suggests that you know if if you strip away the propagandistic sounding elements in this. Oh, she just wanted to get her hands on his property and she right. wanted to get rid of her rival as a lover for Manesta. Maybe what's at the bottom of it is, yeah, maybe there was really a, a conspiracy. It's a bit like Caligula, right? Yeah. We stripped away the propaganda from Caligula and we decided, yeah, there probably were conspiracies. People wanted to return the Republic for their own selfish reasons, maybe, and maybe also because, you know, they didn't like the, the tyranny of the, the imperial throne. Yeah. But we have to do the same, you know, with the with these stories about the women. Yeah. Um, and she says uh, the most telling evidence for this is that the freed slave, Sosibius, was given a million sesterci reward. Ooh. Uh, yeah. it's, that's a lot of, lot of sesterces. Right. Uh, yeah. That's... That's a uh, you know, yeah. there must have been. Well, it wouldn't have just been, you know, he, he's taking it up the ass and he's fucking Popeye, right? Um, got to got to be more to it than Jesus. that, right? Yeah. The corrupting the troops part of it with bribes and indulgences mm-hmm. is quite possibly closer to the truth, right? Uh, but it doesn't matter now because he is no more, and Claudius doesn't have to worry about him. He can get on with living life large. Woo! And like him, this episode is no more. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week, whether or not I survive the That's skydive, because... Uh, You'll be talking from beyond the grave. Badass. Forever. Forever. Yeah. Badass. Yeah. Senators. Senators. I understand you... Do not want another emperor.